Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 231 on this December 8th of 2021. I hope everyone's having a good time. And uh, Casey, put up Volcano Girl's uh, comment about sharing the feed. That, yes. That's right on. Thank you very much. We would appreciate that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we've got uh, an exciting uh, evening plan with lots of Tesla news. And uh, let's get right to it. Uh, first of all, uh, we've got uh, our friend, Mr. Casey Green, joining us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, still waiting on FSD 10.6, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And yep. uh, there was a little bit of snow after coming out of a doctor's appointment. That was fun. Uh, thankfully, it didn't stick to anything because that would have been unpleasant. <laughs> and then right afterwards, the car decided it would wash its own windshield. And we're just sitting at a red light. And... Uh, I wasn't paying any attention to the screen because I was holding the wheel and it wasn't twitching. And all of a sudden I hear a sound and it was the pump for the washer. And there they go. And it, it washes its windows completely different than when you push the button and hold it. Uh, it's a lot more reserved. Uh, it doesn't freak out and wonder where this water came from and then start flapping the wipers. <laughs> it is like one, two, six, and done. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Also joining us, uh, per usual, Mr. Patrick Connor joins us from uh, the Portland area. How are you today, sir? I'm good. Hello, everybody out there in Tesla Nation. And I just have to say, anybody named Volcano Girl is just awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Glad that you're here. We're going to have some fun. It'll be a great time. Very good. Very good. Well, let's get it started off with a could be a Christmas gift for some households. Uh, what's what's that all about? It, it, it could be a Christmas gift, but uh, Tesla was uh, was was careful to warn people that it might not show up on time. <laughs> so uh, what we're talking about is the CyberQuad for kids, and uh, it's got a 15 mile range and up to 10 miles an hour speed limit. In level one, it's it's five miles an hour, and reverse is always five miles an hour up to. This uh, this is actually built by Radio Flyer, and, and the thing sold out super quick, uh, just like everything does with Tesla. But I have hope that since it is Radio Flyer, we may see additional batches built, just like we saw with the Model S and Model S facelift, and eventually the little Model Y for toddlers. Uh, those those went pretty well, but uh, they wanted, uh, what was it, uh, $1,900 for this, and... Uh, <laughs> It sold out really, really quickly. Which and, means uh, they were too cheap. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And, and then they, um, after they sold out, uh, they started to get scalped. Yeah, so there was a nice video with Franz and his kids. I'm assuming those are Franz's kids. Uh, but Franz was playing on them with some kids that looked like him. And <laughs> <laughs> Little mini Franz. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and uh, it's got a weight limit of uh, about 150 pounds. So... Uh, those of us with American proportions uh, are not able to participate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Franz was on one that did not look like the kid version. Yeah. Oh, he was on a real one. I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that picture you were just showing there. Let in me, the uh, background, there's a, there's a Franz was in the background. Too. It looked like a much larger uh, kid's uh, version. So uh, that might have <laughs> been I was just thinking picture. that Franz was fit. So I was like, oh, he could ride on it. <laughs> but there was yeah. a, there was a during the video there was an adult riding one that uh, you know definitely looked like he was driving a you know a Barbie car. It was uh, yeah. he was sticking Knees out on all high. ends. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, on the on the on the outro little cameo scene, Franz is on the one for kids. Right. But you're right. I don't he may be going to get the full 15 mile range with the uh, an adult on there. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is definitely going to be cut back for sure. Okay. <laughs> up to up to your mileage may vary. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> your mileage may vary. Yeah, it'll go uh, as far as you push it. <laughs> next story. <clears throat> excuse me. Next story. Uh, we're going to touch upon. Uh, the Starlink uh, Wi-Fi spreading out. This time it goes north of the border. Uh, oh, nice. So we got a, a report from just outside of Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, that a uh, supercharger spot at uh, uh, Guilford Town Center uh, in BC, which is just outside of Vancouver, uh, was the tower was spotted. The uh, the uh, dish uh, was spotted above the utility shack. So. Uh, it looks like it's spreading out more. If uh, you out there happen to see one in your neighborhood, take a snapshot of it and share it with us on our Twitter feed, our Facebook feed, or uh, you know, uh, send us uh, send it by email. Uh, I we'd wonder, love to uh, share it with the viewing audience. I wonder if the new Woodbridge supercharger in the construction will get a star lake. I will have to report it and let you guys know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they tend to put them on on poles that are in that utility shack, if there is a utility shack. You know, uh -huh. typically the fenced-off area, sometimes... The whole thing is fenced-off right now. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, uh, I noticed in the earlier superchargers, they all... Well, they had them in that cage, a, yeah. Yeah, that cage where uh, the controllers and the... Uh, not the transformer, and, but the Tesla equipment was stored. Right, and then a lot of the new ones are just all out in the open, like, yeah, nobody to serve with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, the, the only concern for me there is there'd have to be a really tall pole because where the superchargers are going to, or where they're being installed, uh, there's a lot of tree coverage. So I don't know if they would put it somewhere else or if this would just not receive it. Yeah, I, I doubt they would put one up if it's not going to receive the signal properly. They'll, <laughs> they'll definitely move it in that case. Cut a tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, not going to happen. That's uh, that would not be good. Uh, good PR if that was ever discovered. No, sure. just put it further in the parking lot where there are already no trees. Run a, run a cable, trench yep. it, and you're done. Easy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, more on the horizon, and uh, keep your eye out for them, and and let us know if you see it. You can uh, send us that photo on our Twitter feed at the Tesla Life. You can also see us on our uh, Facebook feed. The Tesla Life numeral one, and uh, of course here on YouTube. Next, uh, let's move on uh, to a recall that happened uh, this week uh, for the Model Y. Uh, it started out as a North American or U.S. Uh, recall, uh, which had identified about a thousand different vehicles. Of course, Tesla knows what vehicles have the problem based on the serial numbers, so they know exactly who to contact uh, for this recall. Uh, but there has been a problem with uh, front and back uh, knuckle uh, suspension joints. So uh, they discovered about a thousand of them in the U.S., uh, the article had indicated. Uh, and then uh, shortly after that, a little bit further into the week, uh, China had indicated that there was going to be a, a recall uh, for the same knuckle joints. And uh, that is about 22,000 units. But again, if you are affected by the problem, Tesla will definitely reach out to you direct 
because they know what uh, serial numbers are having the issue based on the installation, uh, the production line, and, and what's been assigned to your serial number. <clears throat> so um, no need to worry too much about that. If you don't hear from them, you don't have the issue. So uh, that's, the, that's the best way to, or, or, uh, to care. Or they don't know you have the car, so make sure that on the website that your car is registered to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your wife may be getting the notifications and, and throwing them out. So oh. uh, <laughs> so definitely keep in communication with the car owner for sure. Or yes. the previous right. owner that you purchased it from. <laughs> ah, I had that happen with my Model S. I was getting stuff for the guy and then and then later on after I sold it, I was getting information that uh, that the next person should have had. <laughs> Um, and what did what did you do in that case, Casey? Did you have to transfer it? Did you have to transfer the ownership, event, or eventually did you have to wait till they did it? Eventually, they did it. Um, okay, which was good because I was tired of knowing that the car had reached their house and had been plugged in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these people with these credential failures—they're just all so lucky that that it's me. Like there's a lady who has her all her bills, all her kids' school stuff sent to my email because apparently she likes the address better than hers. And uh, I did cancel uh, her her kid's uh, hotel stay because I didn't realize it was the kid. I thought it was her. I was like, "Ah, oh, this this might teach you to stop using my email." And, and then I was like, "Crap, it was the kid." <laughs> oh uh, man, Patrick, your your model your model three uh, photos uh, got some fans. We might have to get a yeah. Christmas version. <laughs> yeah, we have to update this photo. Very yeah, good. this the, the roof looks so cool in the rain. It does. Yeah. We've got lots of rain it. here. So <laughs> and, and isn't it ironic, Patrick, that uh it's a gasoline colored roof? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oil the only, the the only gas you get in a car is the, the fake tint coat on top of the uh the glass. <laughs> Makes it look like gasoline in different colors. But uh yeah, I love it. I love mine with uh with it. Uh, every time I wash it in the summer, I just Take that extra look over my shoulder after it's been wetted down. It looks really cool, depending on. And if it's cloudy, it's you know you've got the the purples, the reds, the uh, uh, the yellows, uh, all different colors depending on what stage the sun's at. Yeah, very cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick, he's got our next story about a uh, about Tesla working with another Canadian company. That's right. Yes. So Tesla is partnering with a little known casting company for their Gigapress. So this comes to us from Tesla Roddy. And um, uh, as as you know, Tesla is pushing the boundaries of casting. They are doing things that have never been done before in the auto industry, making vehicles in whole new ways. They've been working with an Italian company called IDRA, I-D-R-A, all caps. I don't know if it's an acronym for something. I call it but, Nidra, but yeah. Right. Nidra, Nidra, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, uh, since it's not a real word, uh, all the above. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with you. <laughs> um, so, uh, but that's for the actual press machine. So those have to get cast into something. And for that something, they are working with a Canadian company. And uh, it's not called Exxon. <laughs> it's Exco. And uh, when I saw the name, I was like, what? Oh, no, okay, it's fine. Exco oh, I understand now. So they're making the casts to go in the GigaCast. Yes. Okay, I was like, well, are they getting two sets? Like, what's the point of that? And now it makes sense. Right, yeah. So I think these will be the parts that, uh, you know, have to be periodically replaced uh, that, that go in there. And uh, as they change, 
vehicles or, or, or whatever um, make improvements. This is the, the stuff that would have to be changed versus the entire GigaPress machine. So uh, yeah, that's how these two companies uh, work together to uh, help Tesla out. And uh, it's a it's a fascinating story because the CEO of Exco hinted that they're working with Tesla working with Tesla on other things. But then when he was questioned, he refused to to answer because those are not public yet. So right. uh, I'm, I'm very curious what the what was teased there. And um, the other thing that he said, and, and this one, I think he, I think he's wrong. Uh, he said that um, now that Tesla has forged this path, they expect traditional OEMs to follow Tesla's lead and start using these large diecast machines as they transition to their EV future. Um, I their expect- EV future with this what? Yeah, their future that's free from fossil fuels. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good. Um, I think that the Chinese companies are going to be the fast followers and uh, yeah. that the uh, traditional OEMs are going to be laggards. But whatever. I say that all the time. Although uh, so... <laughs> Ford, Ford just made an announcement that they are going to cast their motors on the F-150 Lightning. Oh, cool. Whole that's motors. Fun. Compared yeah. to whole cars. <laughs> that's, a, that's a small step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, and VW. Like a press for that. But. And these, these survived the, uh, the, the, the Night of the Long Knives. and. <laughs> right. That is not, uh, that's at least the second time that he's had to go through that. So you know that there are people on the board from the Porsche family and, and other executives at that company that do not like what he's doing. So... Everything. Oh, how dare you try to save our company? Right. Yeah. It's an, and make it's money. an uphill battle to do the right thing, <laughs> which is why um, I just don't think that uh, long term they're going to be, they're going to make it. I mean, that they have to move fast. And if every step you're questioned by people on the board and other executives, there's, he does not have um, carte blanche to do what he wants and take the company the way he wants, the way that a, that a founder would. Um, so uh, they're, 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 they're behind and they're going slower. How is that a recipe for success? Uh, it's right. not, yeah, one minus one does not equal three. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's something that you know, some of his powers were stripped away from him, I understand as well. Yeah. So he, he, doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't have as much freedom as he had previously before this, uh, this last meeting. So right. uh, yeah. The union still could be trouble going this way because it could be fewer jobs. And, and, and if it's if it's long and drawn out, uh, you know, if maybe there's another call in his leadership uh, four months later or half a year right. later, what's the point? Uh, you're just falling further behind. It's taking longer. You may as well ax him now if you're not going to go along with uh, his his plans that have been clearly vocalized before this. Right. Yes, they yeah. know exactly what they're getting with him, and either they're going to do it, and they should shut up and listen to him, or they're not, and they should cut him loose and let him go lead uh, Tesla Europe and uh, work at Giga uh, yeah, Berlin. Yeah, and, and that, that wouldn't be a surprise at all, would it? Uh, if well, he was I, I, bet, to, uh, I bet you as soon as he's out, that's where he goes to Tesla. <laughs> that would not yeah. be a surprise, for sure. Yeah. But, but so. um, all of this protectionism that they're trying to operate, it, it doesn't make sense if if they trust him enough to run the company and he says if we don't change all these people lose a job uh they would rather have all the people lose a job than than have to learn a new skill well yeah i think the the thing is they don't believe that part of it they're like oh that's no no we've been doing the sun will come up tomorrow it's guaranteed 
worked for the last hundred years. Why wouldn't it work for the next hundred years? Right. Some people. Right. Exactly. Fewer jobs are new jobs. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. If you see that reality, it's an easy uh, decision, but uh, people aren't seeing that reality. Yeah, Fun exactly. future. Oh, let's add another <laughs> F there. Yes. <laughs> uh, next story, we're uh, going to talk a little bit about Tesla Energy. Um, there's a, um, a uh, community that's just uh, east of Toronto here, uh, Pickering, Ontario, uh, part of the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area. And uh, in this particular community, a home builder uh, has decided uh, to uh, build a sustainable or a more sustainable community uh, by providing a, a number of Tesla power packs uh, into their development. So uh, got a photo here that I can share. I wonder why they keep getting all these power packs. For something that's discontinued, they should deploy them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So there these are not go. the power walls, they're the power packs, right? So you can see yeah, that this, this, these are three power packs that have been installed uh, at this community. Uh, you've got 27 units, and basically uh, this allows them to disconnect uh, from the grid uh, when the grid is down. Uh, they've got solar on the roof on, looks like, on three of the four sides. Uh, and uh, it is collecting uh, solar uh, for the can be for the individual units or for uh, the community uh, to uh, save it just on the power pack. So what that means is that uh, they've given uh, the community the ability to just uh, take from the power packs so they can just take, uh, you know, be part of the group, the 27 that own the power packs and just share that energy. But they've also given the residents the ability, if you'd like to add a Tesla power wall, to your unit, we'll install it in one of the closets in your unit, and you will move from about a, a 13 or 15% savings on electricity to a 50% savings. Uh, so wow. you can have the ability to, uh, I guess, double down uh, on <clears throat> the ability to save energy through a battery pack. So every, every person that owns a unit has that ability uh, to install a Tesla Powerwall uh, along with the unit that is on is on the outside and saves uh, for the 27 units uh, as a combined entity as well. It reminds me of that uh, apartment complex where they installed the what was it 50 Powerwalls? Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> so this, this is a much this better gives, way to go. This gives yeah. people the ability to uh, and. And uh, didn't say anything about uh, being able to retrofit it later on. But I would think that if you got into this community, you purchased this condo unit, you would you would basically double up whenever you could. Um, if, uh, because it, would, it wouldn't take too long to uh, start to uh, see the difference on your utility bill and see the benefits of getting another battery uh, or expanding the battery that you already have. So, uh, Especially if it only covers 10% of the neighborhood on its own, you'd much want to exactly. increase that percentage for your personal yeah, use. For your personal use. And then uh, this, uh, as, a, as a community as well, they also installed uh, three uh, level two chargers. So uh, people with EVs have the ability to share uh, with those three chargers as well. So. I see this as a as an opening thing. Uh, this is this is something that is going to grow in popularity. Uh, I'm sure 
over time, just based on the savings that can be had here. And once you get a model in place and people under start to understand, okay, if I'm buying a condo, uh, this is part of my condo fees, uh, but I receive some of it back uh, through the electricity or the utility uh, thing that we have here with these uh, power walls or power packs, it becomes something that uh, people will uh, surely embrace. And moving up from a, a 13, 15% to a 50 or higher uh, will, will would be something that people will definitely be looking at uh, based on those initial savings. It's too bad they've uh, discontinued the power pack because for something like an apartment complex, that seems like just the right size. The uh, mega packs are or small uh, office. <laughs> are, yeah, um, are equivalent to what like uh, twelve uh, power packs, and uh, so here this apartment complex was able to you know get three of them, and they don't have to jump all the way up to the the mega pack. Right, and a power pack is equivalent to ten power walls. So it's like, come on, let's let's get, let's get something in the middle <clears throat> of of these two. Uh, sizes here, because right. yeah. like if yeah. I'm running a small factory, I don't I don't want a hundred power walls, but I also don't mm-hmm. I don't need a power pack. <laughs> right. Mega pack light. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah mega pack. Exactly. I don't need a mega pack. <laughs> yeah, just, we're gonna still do the container, but we're gonna like qu- quarter populate it. Yeah. Right. Like like the, they can still use the same container, just don't fill it up with batteries. Leave a couple every second or th- every third tray is empty. So uh, yeah, but the, oh, that'd be good for upgrades. But but uh, what if you don't have the space for it? I mean, it's a twenty foot uh, equivalent unit. It is a container. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you'd have to make it module then. There there would mm-hmm. have to be a way to to do that. Um, we also have a business locally here in Kitchener that uh, Mitchell's, Mitchell Plastics uh, that oh. put in must have been over a dozen uh, power uh, power packs and then wow. linked it up and and they uh, they're using it of course to shave the off peak hours mm-hmm. uh, and uh, do some load balancing so they don't have to pay the utility the ultimate top price uh, when they're manufacturing or pulling a lot of electricity uh, to run their machinery. So. Yeah. Another business, and that's kind of cool that you go by their place and they have a, a nice vinyl fence up blocking them in, but just not quite high enough. So you see Tesla across the top all the way across. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think that was done on purpose. <laughs> Very good. All right, next uh, we got some surprising news about the Cybertruck. And Patrick's going to tell us about that. Yes. Oh, so, right. <laughs> we did have uh, some surprising uh, news about the cyber. Casey, Casey's going to, because he's got one on order. So I'm, I'll let oh, him take it. Oh, my mistake. My mistake. No, There's a surprise for me. Yeah. So uh, there, were, there was a Twitter exchange where uh, somebody had posted a rumor about the Cybertruck uh, starting with a four motor variant. And very quickly, Elon responded to, to uh, this person that I call Other Omar. And. Um, Confirmed it. So we're going to have a quad motor Cybertruck as well as unheard of technology from the future today. And uh, it's exciting. A couple of folks asked him if uh, if we'd be able to change our orders. And of course, the answer is yes. But uh, what we was really trying to be asked was, uh, is it automatic? And will it adjust your price? Will it adjust your place in line? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, That's Elon doesn't answer details those. details that, that, yeah. that, that yes doesn't cover. Because <laughs> the prices have changed quite a bit. FSD pricing has changed quite a bit. Do it you has. get to keep any of those? It's lots, lots of questions still. 
my my hope is that they just move everything up one. So my three motor becomes a four motor, and everybody with a single motor it just disappears. And that way, if they decide to pull a Model Y rear wheel drive, they aren't disappointing anybody who pre-ordered. They're they're only disappointing people who try and order at the last minute. And well, that's a whole other issue. Or or they might actually make a rear wheel drive Cybertruck because for for fleets that makes sense. But we'll see. Hmm. So when way back when the Model S first came out. They yeah. had a forty kilowatt hour battery version, and then right. not very many. I, I was saving for that one, and it got canceled on me. <laughs> right, so, but but if they they didn't, if you had that order in place before they uh, stopped it, you got right. a sixty kilowatt, and they software nerfed it right. down to forty. But so I, I didn't I wonder... have it till two days after he made the announcement because I was uh... waiting on that last paycheck. <laughs> Uh, you, you were so close. Yes, I was. As, right. And and See, our reoccurring against, theme on this show. Went against our reoccurring theme. Yes. That, uh, if, if, <laughs> if you if you, you if like. you can handle the price and you want the car that's available, you act now. Yeah, but the down payment wasn't a hundred dollars. Then it was the whole five or ten thousand dollars. So I had I was trying to get it all together <laughs> in cash. And and then Elon said, "Nobody's ordering this. It's canceled." I was like, "No." <laughs> Uh, other other things that he mentioned is it will have oh. rear wheel steering, so not I just like you're saying the uh, the the, uh, the nerfing thing. I was oh, sorry, go ahead. Wondering, yeah, I was wondering if uh, if you ordered a single motor and you don't want to pay the extra for a dual motor, will, yeah. will they software nerf it and you could get a, a a single effective single motor vehicle? That'd be smart. That was I, they, they, I just, just they would want to eat that cost. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, the batteries were not cheap either back then, and right. you know, someone's going to upgrade it at some point. Right, and that's the part right there is that you know eventually they'll 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 be tempted to either up, upgrade to it or rent it. Like, hey, I'm towing for the weekend. Let me let me get that extra motor. <laughs> or or worse, you know, hey, you know, you're driving along and the rear motor fails. Uh, it doesn't happen often, and they can just seamlessly switch to the front motor right. with a warning to get to the service center. Um, right. So somebody had asked about tank turn, and Elon said it will have both front and rear wheel steering, so not just like a tank, and it can drive diagonally like a crab. <laughs> Those were his exact words, like a crab. So uh, I, think, before. I, th I think that was a, uh, I think that was a uh, shots fired on that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is good. Yeah. This is competition. This is what drives innovation. And, and uh, we saw it when uh, Porsche came out with the Taycan that uh, all of a sudden those Model S uh, performance versions started getting some boosts. And now yes. we have Plaid, right? So uh, Plaid. Tesla doesn't want to... Uh, they want all the superlatives for themselves. They've gone beyond <laughs> Plaid. <laughs> so here's a question. With a, with a four-motor setup, is Tesla going to change what they're doing with these motors? Like, is it going to be more like a Rivian where the motors are wheel-based? Oh, no, Rivian, Rivian still has them inboard as well. Yeah, it was Workhorse that had them in the, the hub motors. Isn't, and, oh, and okay. Tesla yeah, will okay. never do that because okay. it's I, I, a I dumb idea. Be it. yeah. <laughs> it's unsprung weight. It has all kinds of problems. There's a reason that's uh, not common in the industry today. It's got it's, it's okay. issues. So yeah. uh, it will. It, it's like before when there was going to be a tri motor. They were talking about two motors in the rear and one motor in the front. Just like so, the plaid. So uh, with with this particular, I guess it's going to be two and two then. Two in the mm -hmm. front, two in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the crabs don't run diagonally, so I don't know why we're to call it crab mode. <laughs> but they go sideways. Because it, it, it doesn't go sideways. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> the uh, so so Hakita has a point about the uh, the tank turns only happen on dirt, and that feature has not yet been released by Rivian. And uh, yeah, they discovered that they can't control the vehicle at all when it goes into a tank turn spin, uh, right. which makes it really unsafe uh, when you give right. it to the unsuspecting Open public. public. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be on a, a low traction surface, and there's all kinds of limitations. You yeah. would never want that to actually. And of course, unless you're going to do it on your front lawn, uh, you're going to have people that are going to try it out in the front of their house, and uh, that's going to be a problem on uh, on pavement. Oh, yes. right, they're going to crash well, Rivian, into the telephone pole or whatever. Yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, Ruben already said, don't do it on pavement. So. Do you think that's going to stop them, Casey? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> Which is probably why it didn't come out yet. Um, and yeah, then David right. brought up a good point. You know, ho hopefully you don't get forced to upgrade to a four motor if you want the forty nine price. I, mm -hmm. if, if, I'm, I'm hoping what they do is just literally just move everybody's bucket one to the right. And so if you were already in line for the single motor, you get a free dual motor. And if you're in line for a, a dual motor, you get a tri. And if you were in line for the tri, you get a quad. We'll see. That's, that's a hope. We'll see what Tesla actually does. I would think that they would give people the ability to move it themselves. I don't think they're going to just jump people to the next Well, if they level. do it at the same price, why not jump them? But if they, yeah, but, if they change the price... It's not going to be the same price. <laughs> <laughs> it is not going to be the yeah. same price. So, You're hoping big there. Yeah, that's a lot of hope. That is a lot of hope. But one thing that they didn't mention is if you have four-wheel steering, you can have a better turn radius. Right. Um, at slow speeds, you you know you turn the front to the left, the back to the right, and now you can make a. It's not a tank turn, but you can still have a much better turn radius. And right. um, that, that I know they they mentioned crab mode, um, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time it comes out that they also have this uh, tight turn radius feature. I right. think, or maybe I think it'll be the first software upgrade. They were practicing one of those uh, cyber trucks. Uh, yeah, we with, saw the one at the airport on the previous show. Had the four wheel steering for the reduced turning radius. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely that's confirms definitely it. Expected, expected yeah, that sure. seems much more practical than crab mode. Yeah. Uh, although yeah. there was someone pointed out that that crab mode is great for parallel parking, and and yeah, that's that's pretty handy. Yeah, parallel parking or that weird dumpster situation that uh, the GM likes to point out with Hummer. Um, and and as Patrick and I can tell you the Model X is uh, it it can't reverse park into almost any parking spot without a without a two motion because it's so long and it only has front wheel steering so it'll be interesting to see what a much longer vehicle does with the with the rear wheel steering uh, available. I mean there there are some spots like in Texas or they're just wide open that that it works one motion but most places you gotta you gotta pull forward past your spot. Back it in, but now you're going to hit something. So then you got to pull forward again and then straighten up and reverse again. And then if you're letting the car park itself, it'll do that with a three motion or four or six. Because yeah, I don't it let can. it park itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too slow. It's super yeah. slow. <laughs> Our next story we're going to take a look at is uh, some behind the scenes programming that has been spotted inside of the Tesla app. Yeah. It is now showing some hidden signs of. Get this, vehicle sharing. So uh, could this be the beginning of the robo-taxi uh, or even the early stages of uh, what Elon had talked about uh, quite some time ago now, uh, but about having the ability to not only have a robo-taxi, but maybe start the service off with a human driver and uh, offer that ability. So uh, yeah, so some... Uh, 
uh, some code was spotted that went into the Tesla app. It's of course hidden. You can't see it uh, if you're a normal uh, operator of an application, uh, but uh, it, that information is hidden inside. So uh, yeah, do we think uh, that this is the beginning? Do we think that eventually uh, they're going to allow maybe a human driver to start this off as opposed to a, a robotaxi to start. What do you guys think? Well, uh, as far as the, the vehicle sharing features themselves, Elon reiterated that, what, like a month ago, two months ago? So it was good to see that they were still doing that, like to see it, first to hear him say it, and then two, to, to see it show up. Uh, I, I, I do think that they'll probably end up with like a, like a car share feature before they... Or at least uh, he did touch on that perhaps they would do, like, we could just volunteer after work to go drive customers around. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm curious. What do you think, Pat? Uh, so I think this is a feature that they've needed for a while. And um, it it might help bootstrap those other features that, that um, car sharing is not what you need for... Um, someone driving or being driven around. If you're driving them, they obviously don't need app access. If they're doing a robo taxi, they probably don't need app access. You don't want them in your front or your glove box or whatever. So right. I, I think this, uh, the, uh, oh, this one, is the first hint to the Tesla network is jumping the gun. When, when I say car sharing, I'm talking like, you know, the, like in the, some of the cities where they'll park the little uh, Leafs or VWs or whatever on the, on the street and you use the app to open it up. I'm oh, wondering yeah. if that's Tesla's implementation of that type of car sharing, like literally where. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Zipcar car. used to be. Yeah, like yeah. Zipcar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and how suggested is this part of the Hertz thing? Oh, that makes oh, it a could lot be. more sense to me. Yeah, that uh, if you if you're renting a Hertz uh, car, they uh, uh, just send it to your app, and there you go. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Didn't even think of the Hertz thing. And it would, it would it would be something that that where the contract wasn't yet done, and now it might be getting closer. That would that would jive perfectly with that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good possibility. That's why we do this show. Some smart viewers there, yeah. And, and uh, that's I didn't I haven't seen any articles that that mentioned that they've they've all been jumping to this other stuff. So I think that I think right. we nailed right. it. And then and then the the people like uh, uh, Eric and. Uh, uh, several others that, uh, that that swap cars very frequently. It'd be nice to be able to have your your profile follow you from car to car. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Some yeah. people, yeah, the that, cloud uh, profile is a great feature. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, next uh, we're going to go to our FSD beta driver. And, yes. Uh, Casey, what's happening? We we heard ten point six uh, was released, but uh, it, it technically is. <laughs> About twenty percent of the testers have received FSD beta ten point six, and of the ones that have it and have a cabin camera, I've heard so many complaints about how uh, annoying or restrictive or aggressive it is this time around. And I'm sitting here wondering, like, what about us that don't have interior cameras? Why not just give it to us? We can't be annoyed by something that doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, every plaid that's in one of the uh, tracking apps like Teslify or um, Tesla Scope or similar, they've all got the update. Whether or not the owner has chosen to install it is a whole other issue. But uh, other than the plaids, it's been kind of a roll of the dice whether you'll get it or not. Whether you have uh, an older car like mine or uh, 
we do know that if you have an older car than mine, you don't get it. So if you if you have a 2016, 2017 that you upgraded the cameras on because you got invited, you still don't have the beta. You just now have new cameras that you got, <laughs> cost included. And uh, and then as far as the cars with the interior camera, it's been kind of a, uh, a, a roll of the dice whether you get that or not. But uh, the folks who do have it, other than complaining that the, 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 that the watchful eye is, is, is too watchful, they, they are saying it's smoother, it's more precise, and... I can't speak to it. Uh, it's, it's still being pushed. There, there was one uh, for a friend of mine yesterday, and uh, it, it, this was after it looked like they were slowing it to a stop. So, so who knows what will become of that? But uh, you can be sure I'll try to take it out in the in the rain or the snow, uh, in addition to my usual drives. But by the time I get them, so far, everybody else has already done most of it. So it's like, who wants to see me driving in the drive? And nobody drives in the rain. I can do this. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, yeah, there, it's uh, apparently it was aimed at more precision. And as you mm -hmm. said, uh, this camera mm -hmm. was the second thing, uh, the interior camera. <laughs> it does, was too. The second thing. So, uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, I wonder if that comes up on the screen. Stop it doesn't say it that, that way, but it, it basically <laughs> says pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> to the road and not your nose. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, and all of a sudden the videos are showing up at Tesla HQ. But uh, it's, I don't know, it's its something that um, it, it's going to require refinement. All mm -hmm. these things do. Uh, so their first implementation of paying attention to the driver to see how they're looking, how, they're, how, how their head is held, what their eyes are looking at, uh, how their head is turned, all that kind of stuff is uh, going to be the first round. And uh, definitely I can see some, some improvements coming uh, as they work it through. Uh, not unlike everything else that's been right. happening with that full self-driving Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, David, they, they have a, uh, a continuum of autopilot cars. So they had AP1, and then they had AP2, which is the first one that had all eight cameras. Uh, those folks have a different kind of well, so it's actually the same camera, but it has a different lens on it. And so their car can only see, um, or filter, I should say. Their car can only see red and, and, and green, in addition to black and white. Whereas uh, the newer cars like mine can see uh, an additional color. I think it's blue. And so my car and all the Model 3s and forward have the newer cameras. But the older cars, they promised us if we paid full price for FSD that we would get any required updates. And so they were finally making good by giving these folks the new cameras, but then they didn't give them the software yet that we can sell. Uh, <laughs> and and um, for my car, I needed a new AP computer because I had AP 2.5. And so uh, December of 19, I got the upgrade for the computers, uh, video on my channel on that. And, uh, and what we're gonna see next is according to Panasonic, we're gonna see the Cybertruck. Uh, According to Panasonic, hinting at the contract they won, we're going to see the Cybertruck actually has the next generation of either computers or at least cameras. And that'll be exciting to see what, what they do with that and how it trickles down. Yeah. So, again, like anything else, like the computer upgrades, uh, like the changes, uh, all these things are as Tesla understands what the technology is capable of and they start to 
you know, ramp up computer processing speeds or they ramp up uh, what the camera can see or how much of a zoom is on them. All those things cascade down and uh, changes mm -hmm. are made uh, to reflect that in the new cars. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, when the Cybertruck is released, what changes uh, it gets, even maybe over the, um, the S and the X. There could be right. some changes that it receives uh, that are different because they've already learned a little with the S and the X uh, upgrades. So uh, there may be things that it changes too. Yep, and we'll and we've seen this uh, in the past. We saw where, uh, like my case, where the FSD computer uh, was able to get upgraded, and then we also seen where uh, recently the uh, Chinese Model Ys and some Chinese Model Threes that were destined for Germany are are, are receiving. The uh, the the Ryzen CPU that you saw in the Plaid and Long Range Model S and X, but they don't have the graphics card. They just have the new processing unit, so so they they can't play the uh, they can't play the Xbox and PS4 style games uh, in in the Model Y, but it helps keep keep one part all the way through the chain when possible. Next, uh, we're going to touch on an interesting car. Uh, people are waiting for the Roadster with uh, those uh, retro rockets uh, attached to it, those cold thrusters. Well, someone <laughs> got tired of waiting, and uh, this particular gentleman decided <laughs> that uh, he was going to take matters into his own hand and install some rocket thrust into his Model S. I believe it's a P85. And uh, he... Uh, installed some we got a photograph of this that i can share the p85 ludicrous yeah it's ludicrous all right well i mean they, they <laughs> the the fact that the, the p85 didn't ship the ludicrous so that, that means that this person actually took the time to actually buy so the uh, the test upgrade three little rocket Ooh. engines uh installed to the back uh and uh, these aren't cold thrusters uh this no nope. this is burning fuel oh yes uh, this uh and he said he's been able to push it that uh, it gets about uh, an extra second of speed uh, or reduction of speed of about a second uh, when he's doing his uh, tests up and down the road. But uh, it actually flames out. So uh, you mm -hmm. can catch uh, the full video uh, that we have attached uh, to this uh, if you would like to see more. But uh, I like his plate. It says warped. <laughs> so <laughs> this, this is... Uh, this is an interesting uh, modification that uh, this gentleman has made uh, to his uh, S. And uh, don't think I would have gone this far, but uh, uh, kudos for someone trying, definitely. Indeed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the other way. No, you took an awesome electric vehicle <laughs> and you now have a burning fuel. And he had it in like some five-gallon Home Depot bucket sitting on the back seat. Oh that my just goodness. seems like waiting for a huge vehicle fire where you get into a crash and that splashes everywhere and now your entire internal part of your car is in flames uh, uh yeah i do not recommend <laughs> so uh dusty said he stayed one second off of zero to 60 and and uh and david says hopefully it's not like the guy who had a rocket to his chevy <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then Dusty also asked, uh, I wonder if they will add changes to the headlight to add different parts of the non-human light spectrum to the cameras can use. Uh, the cameras mm -hmm. that have been deployed so far, all the way from AP1 to today, they don't have the IR filter installed. So the car actually does have uh, an expanded uh, visual spectrum today. And, right. Uh, that, that's a funny thing. Most 
photo sensors will pick up IR and you have to actually put filters in to prevent it because otherwise you're like, why is this spot all white in my photo? And it's because, yeah. you know, it doesn't look photorealistic to what a human eye sees. So, so it's actually easier to have IR than it is to not have IR. Exactly. And cheaper. Slightly. Right. But uh, in addition to that, on the interior cameras on the cars, they they uh, they have that same camera on the Model 3s and Model Ys. But then on the Model uh, SX Refresh, they, they went further and they added an IR illuminator. So now they can see you in the dark with the stop uh, digging for gold. You. <laughs> 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 uh, and, and in fact, when, when we went to 10.5, they made us all re- opt in to the FSD. So so you, you already had the software, but but it wouldn't actually self-drive until you re-verify that, that you agree to the agreement. And, and then they also Which they had upgraded. They had upgraded it and they yeah. and they, they, they enhanced the, the, the verbiage that they are watching you. Uh, it wasn't just a we might watch you. We we are watching you. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay, next, uh, the big story is that uh, Elon uh, was uh, interviewed by the Wall Street Journal recently, and Patrick's got that for us. That's right. So uh, if you have not seen this, it was very entertaining. Elon was in a a good mood and uh, throwing out some jabs. And um, this was a CEO council summit. And at one point in there, he said, CEO is just a made-up term. The SEC SEC only requires a president, a secretary, and a financial officer. Every other title at businesses are just made up. In fact, that's why I'm the techno king. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that went over well. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the the interviewer said, well, I'm here with a room full of CEOs. How do you guys feel about that? (laughs) Yeah. So, so there's just all kinds of interesting things like that in there. Um, he talked about how government should be run, how uh, running a deficit is a bad idea. Eventually that's going to uh, bite you. And um, he was asked about the subsidies that are in the Build Back Better. And uh, he said, I'd prefer that there were no subsidies for, for anybody. I want a level playing field. And uh, Tesla's done fine without subsidies. All which which I see his point. I, I sort of disagree with it. When you have a nascent industry, government subsidies help accelerate that. And I'm all for that. The problem is when those subsidies become ingrained in that industry and you have something like we had today, fossil fuel, maybe a hundred years ago, it needed government subsidies. But when they became the most profitable companies in the world and yet they're continuing to get government subsidies, that makes absolutely no sense. So... Um, uh, using it sparingly and in the right case, in the right place, I think is really helpful. And I think EVs are in that place today uh, where, um, you know, in, in the U.S. it's um, certainly less than uh, 5% of vehicle sales nationally. And we need to get it to at least 20% and eventually to 100%. So until it, until it crosses the chasm and gets to 20 or 25%, I think we need incentives. Anyway, so... But this is not what what I think. This is what Musk said at this meeting. So let's get back to that. Uh, there were uh, uh, lots of lots of interesting tidbits in there about that. What what did you guys think? I was I was surprised about his frankness about uh, infrastructure and the bill uh, that the Biden mm-hmm. administration is pushing through. And 
And he was asked a couple times and he came back to it a couple times, even further into the interview. And basically his stance is scrap it. There's no point in passing any of this uh, because it's just not necessary. And that's another thing that, that we've, we've touched upon in many episodes is that, is that Tesla is over the hump. Like they don't care about any of this stuff because they are so financially set at this point that uh, that incentives, rebates, it all doesn't matter to them at this point. They are free and clear and they can cut their own path. Just like we saw with Berlin and not accepting the uh, uh, subsidy for the battery. Oh, no, we lost Mark. Um, yeah, so what uh, did they do? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, I'm gone. And I'm you were. <laughs> so I was just uh, just talking about how uh, uh, the Berlin subsidies. Berlin, uh, and yeah, they yeah. just dropped those subsidies. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, I just it's just yeah. David brings a good point about this as well. That he is at the point where Elon's at the point. He's saying we're selling everything we can make. We've got a waiting list now that proceeds somewhere into 2022, late 2022, depending on the model. And uh, we, we've we got nothing to sell. Uh, so why have subsidies? It just doesn't make any sense. And then he said kind of, you know, a, a, a comment he made at the end was, maybe our competitors need it, but we certainly don't. Right. Well, and they certainly do. Their customers could still use it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these it would incentives... certainly be nice for some, but uh, yes. it's uh, and and I think you know I think he's upset with the whole union thing, the UAW, right. uh, extra forty five hundred dollars uh, basically if uh, if it's a union made vehicle, and uh, you know with uh, Biden and his administration not even mentioning the word Tesla, not being invited. There, to there was one screenshot of a Tesla in a in a time show a uh, slideshow this morning <laughs> that uh, that Biden. Right. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, <laughs> It's certainly they've certainly kind of alienated uh, Tesla as an administration, and and mm-hmm. I think it could have been handled so much better. But oh, yeah. uh, now Elon's looking at this, and he's he's kind of fighting back. Uh, those are those are fighting words based on on what I saw during that interview. Yeah, the the only other saving grace to all this is that only the Chevy Bolt qualifies for all of it, and they're not making it. So. He, he's, yeah. he, but he's at further disadvantage than the others because even if they unionize or join that that that, that particular union that, that left that factory out on their butts in the cold, uh, they will still qualify as a company as a employee owned company. So they don't qualify for the union credit even if they were to make a new union or join the one that's strong armed this strong armed them into this garbage in the first place. Yeah. So it's it's a sad state of affairs when it comes to that. Uh, I'm just. I'm just happy that Tesla has gotten into a position of strength, that yeah, they are right. now, they don't require any of this. Uh, and uh, it's it's something that, that they're not going to be held back by. But they took it a step further. And not only are they not wanting subsidies and turning them down, they're paying back all their loans early to the point where they're just self-funding everything, which is an interesting way to do it because uh, there is some pretty cheap money still out there. Right. Yeah, yeah, but if you're if you're cash rich, what does right. it matter? Stop <laughs> stop paying any interest. Right. Multiple times they've said that they are limited by human talent, not by cash. Right. 
there just aren't enough good engineers uh, to, to solve all the problems that they need to, to, to expand fast enough, which is one of the reasons that they want to have design centers as well as factories on all continents so that they can attract talent, um, whether it's in a China or Europe or wherever. And sure. then, of course, the other interesting thing was just pointing out the, the U.S. Uh, budget. Um, mm -hmm. $7 trillion they're going to spend this year, and they're only taking in $4 trillion uh, in tax revenue. So uh, he's going, you know what? Eventually, you, that's going to stop. You, you, something's going to happen very badly at a bad time because uh, you continually are borrowing against money you don't have, and uh, you can't make it up. Uh, it's got to end somewhere, and he's he's saying, you know, start now. Start looking at what you can do to cut this because uh, it's not going to end well if you continue on this track. Yeah, he said something else I thought was interesting, that if you took all the billionaires in the U.S. today and you took every dollar that they had, that still doesn't even pay off the deficit or the, or the, the debt to any significant measure. So that was uh, interesting. That uh, yeah, you could you could hundred percent tax every dollar that every billionaire has, and nope, we're still in debt. Yeah, it kind of you know all governments borrow uh, and borrow more than they they can make back, but I don't know, it's uh, it's looking pretty grim uh, that uh, the amounts have gotten completely out of whack here. And, yeah, they uh, they used to be somewhat closer than they are today. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it seems that sky's the limit on on deficit borrowing. So, I'm no economist, but uh, it, you know, as someone that runs a small business, you you can see that uh, you have to have balance. And yeah, that's it doesn't not what's, it doesn't work in your house, happening. and yeah. it doesn't work in your business, uh, but somehow it works for the government. But well, uh, yeah, the government has the advantage of they're the ones that print the money. So that part, <laughs> that part. Uh, although although if 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 Elon had his way and they switched to Doge or something similar, then they would no longer be able to do that. So that that point, being able to actually budget would would matter. And and it's interesting, interesting. to see how that will all play out because yeah, uh, who, who is it? Uh, China banned it, and another country, I think, was it Venezuela or somebody actually adopted it? Somebody uh, in South America. Bitcoin, not not Doge. Well, not Doge. I'm saying I'm saying yeah. um, crypto crypto cryptocurrency. Yeah. 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 So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, we're probably going to be around to see it. So, uh, like <laughs> right, David. Changes. So it, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see as it changes. But uh, with that, it's uh, a good question, we'll Dusty. <laughs> with that, we're going to uh, go to Casey and see if he's got any uh, updates for us as to what he's got happening on his channel coming up this week. Certainly. So uh, I've I've got the uh, the the destination charger video. I've, I've got it. Um, cut but now i need to like there was so much good material I, I i got some photos i want to put in there and then there was a uh, a performance that was done by some local artists that i'd like to get in there and uh, keep it under 40 minutes because you know my videos can get a little long sometimes and <laughs> uh then then of course whenever we get the the fsd update i will uh i will Put that out as well, either either in the dry or in the snow or the rain. And then I've got a couple products uh, for the the Tesla that uh, you might be interested in. Uh, one of them came in; it was not the right part for my car. It was the right part for a Model X, but it wasn't the right part for my Model X. So uh, sending that back, and they're they're fixing it. And, uh, and 
So those are those are future projects coming up that probably be after the new year because we're already halfway through December now. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. it's, time's mm-hmm. flying for sure. Yes. Well, with that, uh, if you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up at this point. Uh, press that subscribe button if you haven't already. Helps us out, and uh, you're supporting the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. So, uh, Patrick, what do you got going on? Well, uh, as it says up here somewhere, <laughs> I blog occasionally at cardboards.net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this weekend, we went and got our tree. And uh, if you have a Model X, uh, there are these really expensive glass suction roof racks you can get oh. or if you're uh more diy what i bought was uh these suction cups that are made for hauling large glass sheets they were way way cheaper than a rack and uh threw those up on the roof suctioned them down bungeed the tree on there and it worked great so are those uh, the sea suckers <laughs> i don't remember which brand but yeah they're uh they're they're made for hauling large glass sheets around and okay. they yeah. stick really well on top of the x it's probably going to avoid your warranty and if you if you open your doors with them on there and you should like you shouldn't and and crack your glass don't blame me yeah (laughs) i i I use these suckers to hold my cameras to the car um what i would personally do and and not that my warranty counts for anything anymore but what i probably still do today is just uh get a utility trailer drag it behind uh the car uh because all model x's can tow uh to some extent uh, obviously, if you got one of the early ones where the tow package was not included, uh, you are risking your drive unit because it doesn't have the anti-sway software and it might tear itself to bits. So oh, uh, wow. make sure that uh, that if you that your car did if your car didn't come with the 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 tow kit, uh, make sure that that uh, when you go into the more about your car that it actually says the tow software is installed before you get an aftermarket hitch installed or anything to that effect. Good point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'll give my other one. I'm also with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. <laughs> you can find us at oeva.org. Thanks. Very good. Very good. Well, with that, uh, we will wrap it up this evening and uh, we'll get together next week and find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Well, thank Lee Moon for this, uh, um, this uh, audio. Thank you, Lee. Stay positive. Test negative. Good night, everyone.